You're listening to Minnesota Native News. I'm Marie Rock. Tribal colleges in Minnesota could have an extra $6 million coming in the next two years. Minnesota State Representative Heather Keeler from Moorhead authored a bill that would direct $3 million each fiscal year for 2024 and 2025. The State Office of Higher Education would then distribute grants to pay for general operations and maintenance. The bill does not detail how the grants would be divided among the tribal colleges in Minnesota. But the bill does name Leech Lake, White Earth, and Red Lake Tribal Colleges as expected grant destinations. There is no mention of the Fond du Lac Tribal and Community College in Cloquet, Minnesota. These state grants must be used to add on to the college's planned operations and maintenance spending and not money to fill in college budgeting gaps from redirecting spending to other areas. House Bill 750 should get its second reading in an upcoming Education, Finance, and Policy Committee hearing. Its companion bill is expected to be taken up by the Senate Higher Education Committee. Young Indigenous creatives from the Twin Cities are carving their path by using traditional practices and teachings. Minnesota Native News reporter Isabela Lopez spoke with two artists who continue to drive their cultures forward. The Twin Cities Metro has one of the most vibrant urban Indigenous communities, making space for their traditions and culture. Indigenous youth and young adults, in particular, continue their traditions shaped by their personal creative lens. And for them, it is more than just art. My regalia and the pieces I wear when I dance or the the beadwork that I have, um, I take very good care of it because I was told, you know, if you take care of these pieces, you know, sometimes they have a spirit in them. You cleanse them and if you respect them, you know, they'll like, again, if you take care of them, they'll take care of you. That's Mishko Gimiwan Pupar Chapman, one of the artists clearing the path for future generations. Bujun and Dinwe Maganiduk Misko Gamiwan Indigenakas Makondo De Moswaganeg Nandunjiba. Hello, my name is Misko Gimiwan. I'm 21 years old. I attend Augsburg University. I'm Birklan from Lacta Flambo, Wisconsin. Pupar Chapman works in multiple art mediums, but for her, they all connect through her performances. My main pieces are the beadwork and regalia because it goes hand in hand with dancing. Like if you want to go out into the power arena and dance, like nine times out of ten, you'll want a regalia so that, I don't know, you you can just represent who you are. It was always important for Pupar Chapman to continue the traditional ways of creating. Despite not initially growing up with it, she says she feels responsibility to keep sharing her culture. I've just learned that You know, the more you learn, the more you want to learn, and the more you do learn. Um, It's kind of your responsibility to pass it on because if you're not going to learn and if you're not going to pass it on, then nobody is. And I spoke with a 20-year-old Indigenous artist who is making a living from her art. I'm Jennifer Adams. My pronouns are she, her, hers. And um, currently, I am a studio assistant for Diani Whitehawk, who's another amazing um, Lakota artist. And I also run a small business called Mimi K. And it's centered around the traditional beadwork style of Pahke, as well as other various forms of Indigenous artwork. Adams creates complicated beadwork full-time, including a style her Ho-Chunk clan is known for. 
Punke is a side stitch technique that is made for regalia that can run from a person's neck to their ankle. It is tribally specific to Ho-Chunk people, um, which is very unique because it only means, uh, I think, 100 people on the face of this earth do it. For Adams, there's also a sense of responsibility in how she interprets her art and her reasons for doing it. You know, when you integrate decolonization into your life. It brings a lot of joy and it brings a lot of peace, like peace of mind at least that you're doing this for yourself and for your people. You can find links to Adams and Pupar Chapman's work at minnesotanativenews.org. Reporting for Minnesota Native News, I'm Isabella Lopez. Minnesota Native News is produced by Ampers, diverse radio for Minnesota's communities, made possible by funding from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund and the citizens of Minnesota.